Hello and welcome to the Castle Vape Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm here. And I'm here with... <laughs> I was kind of waiting for someone to jump in there. <laughs> I'm here with... I'm Castle Vape. I'm Ian. <laughs> I'm Adam. Uh, Hello. These are crazy long pauses, but that's okay. <laughs> so today we're talking about mech mods. Um, a subject of which I know very little, but apparently there is very little to know. So it's it's it seems quite good. So who who wants to start with this one? You do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's 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 the question, Chris? Pose the question. Okay. So what is a mech mod? Okay then. So a mech mod, also known as a mechanical mod, were some of the very first mods available only a few years ago. In fact, they were probably one of the originally um, originally conceived by vapors who modified things like torches, right, and called it a mod, and it stuck, <laughs> okay? And okay. they basically come in loads of different sizes, shapes, and prices, but it's basically a very simple design, okay? it's The performance of a mech is vastly different depending on the type of battery you use, depends on the type of build you put on an RDA, and it's it's one of the things which you'll find that are used by advanced hobbyists, vaping enthusiasts, and also collectors of high-end mods, because they can go into the stratosphere when it comes into price. Um, the most expensive one that I've seen is around about five thousand pound. Okay, and it's a five thousand pound. Yeah. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of cheap ones out there for three thousand pound, you know. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there is some five thousand pound ones. The most expensive um, device I've seen was eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars, and it was covered in diamonds. Um, <laughs> Chris, it was two hundred and sixty, two hundred and fifty um, flawless two-carat clear crystal diamonds, um, and. The tip of it was worth about seventy five thousand, like you know the drip tip, because yeah. it was it was uh, worth it was a six carat oval diamond. <laughs> so you know you can go in the nth degree, but when it comes to mechs, they are not the most expensive in the world to buy. To be honest with you, there are some ones that are out there that are ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you've got to do with any type of mech is you've got to understand. A very simple thing called good batteries and Ohm's law. It's it's the most important steps you have to take is understanding Ohm's law and knowing what decent batteries are and which ones are shite. Yep. That's it's it stops there. All right, it's they're the two things you've got to understand purely mm-hmm. because there's unlike a, a a mod that's got a chip in it. As soon as you press the button, it's just going to go. It's just going to give you 4.2 volts of power immediately in whatever you've got attached to it. So you've got to understand about the build of the coils that you're going to be making because 
There's not many tanks out there I would advise you ever put on top of a mech. This is for a rebuildable dripping atomizer, in my eyes only. Mm -hmm. I know there'll be I know there'll be some tanks out there which you probably could put on top of it. <coughs> Excuse me, that hurt. Um, but in my opinion, the only thing that should be on top of a, mo a mech is an RDA. It's it's and a good quality RDA uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, not this is this is one of the um, things where I'm I'm not an elitist by any way, shape, or form. I think clones have a place and they're great. However. When it comes to mechs, you've got to go big. You've got to buy the right gear and you've got to buy quality gear. There's no point in trying to save even a hundred pound, all right, on buying a clone over a, um, a, a an original, because you're talking about a device which is going to press the button and go. There's nothing in there. There's no chip in there to say, hold on, that's way too low, mate. You can't vape that because my battery's going to have a heart attack and it's going to go bang. Okay? It's one of the devices where we don't sell them to anybody. And I don't think I could count on one hand any of the customers we've had in the shop over the last year that I would sell to purely and simply because of their understanding of what it is they try to do. That That's specifically what, what Ian's talking about there here though in on on mass is a tube mech that's specifically what he's talking about right now just to draw a distinction because uh you, you know the, the the traditional idea of a mech mod is a tube yeah um the ones that look like lightsabers sold. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. that's that's exactly it or a copper cock but the um <laughs> the uh the uh there are other types, you know, a lot of modern squonkers are, are purely mechanical mods, but they're nowhere near, nowhere near um, as dangerous, uh, which is just, just, to, just to point out, that's what Ian's talking about now, is a mm -hmm. tube mod, yeah. mainly. The, the, the danger is exponentially higher with a tube mod than it is with a, a mech squonker. Yeah. Is it worth talking about Ohm's Law first, um, just before we go into kind of all the different kind of mech mods you can get? Just, just... Or, or should we come to that later? Do you think? Whatever. Whatever. I mean, like Ohm's law is really quite, <clears throat> really quite simple. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's basically that, like, like the actual the, the actual write up uh, is that the current through a conductor between two points um, is proportional to the voltage across the two points, and that that that, that all sounds like a load of gobbledygook to most people. But basically, what it's saying is is that. Um, the important thing here is amps. So you you are always going to output on a full battery, four point two volts mm -hmm. on a on a fully charged eighteen six fifty. And what you need to do is to make sure that the resistance is high enough that it doesn't just doesn't discharge the battery at too high of an amp draw. Because that's always what we're thinking about in vaping is we're always thinking about the resistance of the coil, mm -hmm. the voltage and the ampage, but the really important thing in what Ohm's law applies to in vaping mainly is the amps. So if you're drawing more amps than the battery can handle, the battery will die. So, and normally when they die, they die explosively. So we're talking about basically the speed that the, the power goes out of the battery and then back into it again, right? Is that... Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, if you imagine um, amps is, is 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 the rate at which the battery discharges. Mm -hmm. So, if you imagine like a bucket of water, it's it's like how quick you're tipping that bucket of water out. 
Um, and then, as you say, it comes back in the battery because it's a circuit. And if, it, if, you, if you go past the amp draw of the battery, the battery will fail. So and normally fail catastrophic. So just understand that, but the, the going past the amp draw is that essentially sort of if the power's going back into the battery, if it, if it's the circuit's complete too quickly, or is that me not understanding? Yeah, it's it's not it's not so much, it's not so much the battery going back into the battery. It's it's more just about the circuit as a whole. Yeah. So it's 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 just literally like it, to not overcomplicate things. It's just that there is always a fixed um, peak amp draw on, on each battery mm-hmm. and the important thing is to do the equation to make sure that you don't go past that point of the amp draw so say if, if um, uh, L- LG HD2 um, my personal favourite battery if that has a peak pulse of 30 amps you don't allow the battery at any point to discharge, discharge quicker than 30 amps and the way that you work that out is through Ohm's law. Mm-hmm. So you have the voltage, which is on a fully charged battery fixed at 4.2 volts. You then have the resistance. Um, and by doing a quick little bit of maths, uh, you can work out uh, yeah. what the amp draw is. The, it's, maths, it's basically, the maths is pretty simple as well. It's basically, you've got a 4.2 volt battery and your resistance is, say, 0.5 ohms. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which is a pretty normal type of size homage okay 0.5 is probably the most used um coil i would say ever so 4.2 volts divided by 0.5 ohms gives you an amp draw of 8.4 amps now if you were doing 4.2 volts and you did that with a 0.07 build that would mean that the battery's pump is trying to give out 60 amps okay Mm -hmm. So, 60 amps, I don't know if there's any, 80, I know for a fact there's no 18650 battery on the planet, which can handle 0.07 ohm builds, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you've just got to, it's a, it's a any, anybody who's listened to this has probably got a phone, and on that phone will be a calculator, so you can work it out. It's a very simple process. So, calculator, 4.2. And then we'll divide that, say you put in a 0.2 ohm build. So we divide that by 0.2, and that comes up with 21 amps. And 21 amps is around about the average for most batteries to be able to handle. That would also be the point I'd I'd suggest people stop at. Don't go below Mm 0.2. Yeah, because I've got a build on, I've got a, uh, a mesh build on mine now. Okay, I've got the Mesh Pro on top of my Underdog, and it's one of their limited edition ones. It's the one that I showed you a picture of, yeah. Chris. It's on the Instagram. You can have a look at it. Now, I know that this Mesh coil is 0.19 ohms. Okay, so just under um, 0.2. So if I do 4.2, divide by 0.19. Let me just go back over there. 4.2 divided by... 0.19 then divided by equals 22 amps yeah and the battery I'm using is an LG 
Yeah. And the, the reason why it's important to stay within those limits, and why I'm saying point two, you know, and Ian's is kicking the arse off it, is 30 amps is, one, it's, it's peak discharge. So batteries will normally come with two ratings. They'll normally come with their consistent, um, their constant voltage, sorry, um, or ampage. And then they'll come with their peak. So it's what it can kind of pulse to. Mm -hmm. um, that's another way of putting it is pulse. Uh, the other thing to remember, though, is batteries degrade over time. So that's brilliant when it comes out of the factory it's, and it's brand new. Um, but, I mean, I don't know about your battery, Ian, but I'm assuming it's not brand new. So he's still within... He's still within the safe parameters of, of the battery, yeah. even if we're going off um, the constant voltage, uh, the constant amperage, rather. I keep saying amperage, the constant amperage, as opposed to the um, to the best case scenario. And I guess there's what we were talking about in the battery episode, where what it's telling you on the actual battery might not necessarily be what it's doing anyway. So you've got to give yourself a little oh, bit of a yeah, headroom. So even even if it's a, yeah. a, a good one like an LG HD2. It might not necessarily be putting out the full the full amount that it's telling you. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the other side of Ohm's law is you can also calculate, because on this it's just a button on the bottom of the device. Okay. Now, I don't know what wattage this is putting out unless I work it out through Ohm's law, and that's basically calculating the power. So again, it's four point two volts. And I know that this is 0.19, so it's pulling out 22 amps. So 4.2 times by 22 amps means I'm going to get 92 watts of power mm -hmm. when it's a fully charged battery. Mm -hmm. Again, as the battery and the power degrades, and I've got to admit, in this type of build, I'll probably go through, if I was just using this device, Chris, I'd probably go through six batteries in yeah. a day. Just because the power that you've got to yeah. put through it. Just because it's it's putting nearly a hundred watts mm -hmm. of power, ninety six watts of power, just to get it to where it needs to be. So as soon as that gets down to three point six volts, it's gonna have it's gonna struggle. And you, you can notice that over time when you're using mechs and you're using RDAs, you know when you push that button and it's a new battery, it's like hello beautiful, and then two or three four hours later, it's like oh god. I'm having to hold the button a lot longer before it actually warms up. So it's a little bit of a different type of vaping, and there's a lot of things that you've got to sort of like understand, uh, which, to be honest with you, it's a very sort of like steep learning curve because you know when you're about to get a dry mm -hmm. head. I know when I've got to top this up, even though I can't see inside it really um, without taking the top cap off. But I know that right now I need to top it up, and I need to have a sniff. <laughs> because it's nearly dry so fill it up and just go for i mean it. i guess one of one of the things we should probably point out with this episode is that <clears throat> although this podcast kind of aimed at beginners to advanced level sort of like this really is going to be an episode for, for more advanced people and, and people just interested and in, in beginning to find out sort of about this kind of this kind of device and stuff yeah for sure so it's the I think it's still important. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so it's, it, I think other than just listening to this, it's it's probably important to go and watch some videos on it. There's there's lots of resources out yeah. there about it, about how to safely sort of uh, use it, use these devices, and 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 you've got you've got the steam engine for Ohm's law and, and all all the battery yeah. stuff there as well. So it's definitely don't just use this as your only resource, basically. No. I mean, but I, th I think it's still important to talk yeah, about yeah. because <clears throat> a lot of people, when they when they see a mech mod, they kind of associate that with um, with vaping <clears throat> and with also 
you know, like the, the, the cool end of vaping, um, or however the kids put it, the hench end of vaping, because, you know, like trick comps, um, things like that, they, they exclusively use um, mech mods. I mean, for, for a normal person, um, there's literally, in, in my opinion, as a, as a middle-aged man, there's only one reason to have a mech mod, and that's because it'll never break. So no matter what happens legally in terms of the legality of vaping, you're always going to have a mod that'll work um, as long as you can get an 18 650 battery. But apart from that, there's literally fuck all reason for the, to have one because all of the reasons why you would have wanted one in the ye olde days um, yeah. have been usurped by controlled controlled mm -hmm. mods. Um, yeah. But it'll, always, it'll last forever, which is one of Ian's favourite things to say to people. Uh, Ian's favourite things to say to people when talking Definitely. about mechs is it'll, it'll never it'll never go but for most people never never bother they, they, they're a complete waste of time and money because you can you can do it in a, in a much safer way unless you want to get in the yeah. trick comps yeah. and in which case we'll i totally recommend a job <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love i love my mechs i really do uh, i think Adam's nailed it. It's one of my peeves in life is is in this industry, there's devices come out every week. And no matter how much money you guys have got, you could come to the shop with a million pound and say, Ian, I want the best that's available right now. But you'd have to come back in about a day's time to get the best again and the best again. It's like golf clubs and computers. It's, it's running at a speed of computers back in... The late nineties, computers sort of like stepped up a gear and stepped up a gear, and, and they, they kept they keep stepping up, and it's getting to the point now where the guys who used to build the computers now don't because the amount of money they'd have to spend it's around about you know twenty grand just to build the ultimate machine right now. Now it's it's not something you can just yeah. dabble with, you know, and with mechs, it's the same type of thing. You've got some devices that are out there. And I would say, for me, I'd probably spend up to around about £200 on a mech. Mm. Purely because I know if I spend £200 on a mech, it's still going to work in five years' time. Mm. Now, I could buy a phenomenal mod with a chip in it for 200 quid, An absolute masterpiece, okay? But I know in 12 months' time, I'm going to be worried whether or not it's still going to work. Except for that's That's... Well, Hexum isn't got a chip in it, has it? Well, a bit. Uh, like a baby it, Yes chip. or no? It hasn't even it got has, a chip. It has. It's got, it's got a chip. It's got a tiny little chip in it. Right. <laughs> so, oh, that's me balls just getting chucked out. Oh, and I, I think just to follow on from Ian's, Ian's excellent point about a £200 mech there, the other thing that I would say is at the point you're spending above 200 quid, you're buying the way it mm -hmm. looks and you're buying... Uh, the name, and even then, not even the name. You're normally buying the way it looks, and you're not going to gain yeah. anything after after yeah, 152 I mean, quid. You, you, you've the, hit the zenith. The one thing, the one thing I always recommend uh, when it comes to buying a mech is a, a very simple thing called voltage drop. To me, it's paramount when I'm buying a mech. I always try a mech before I buy it. Problem is, nine times out of ten, people will buy them online through people's reviews, etc., etc., etc. Until you try it yourself, you don't know what's going to hit like. So the best thing to do is to go somewhere where you can buy one and try it, because voltage drop to me is the biggest thing to put me off a mech. Now, 
just going into a, another subcategory of mechs is the type of mechs you can get. Now, the ones that I use, them predominantly, I think I've only got one that isn't, is what's called a hybrid mech. Now, the difference between a hybrid mech and, say, a normal mech, we'll call it, is that there's no, nothing to stop the voltage drop. Now, the reason for this is because, you know, on the top of your mod where you've got your 510 connection, where you yeah. screw your Atty down to, yeah, on my mech, there is nothing between that hole where you're screwing it down and the top of the battery. So so it's just a so that the bottom of the Addy is touching the, the top of the battery. Okay. Exactly. That's called a hybrid. Now, the the most important thing when it comes to a hybrid mod is what you're going to put on top of it. Now, if you have a look at any of your tanks and RDAs or RDTAs, have pick any one of them up, and you have a mm -hmm. look on the the five ten thread, you'll see there's a pin in the middle which takes the positive, okay? On a hybrid mech, that positive pin has to protrude the negative screw that you're screwing into the 510. So it's got to be longer than the actual bottom of the atty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you see that? Yeah, so that, that firing, what I call the firing pin, I don't know if that's mm -hmm. the right word for it, but that's what I call it. The firing pin has to protrude enough that when I put that down on top of a battery, the negative sleeve that that screws into isn't touching the top of the battery. That's the most important thing when it comes to a hybrid mech because if it touches the side, which you're actually screwing into your mm -hmm. uh, your mod, then it's going to basically short. And as soon as that shorts, that's the battery having a heart attack and it's probably going to vent. So, to to act like to actually power these, then are you literally just pushing the battery up? Is that what's happening to? Yep, you push the button at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Most of them have a button on the bottom of the mech that you push up with your finger, and that pushes the battery up to um, it, touch. It normally pushes a pin up. Yep, and okay. which makes the connection. And therefore, but because it's a direct connection, color. basically, that's that's why you don't get that drop. There's nothing in between, so exactly, there's nothing in between. So, with one of my mechs, there's an actual floating uh, brass pin, so it connects to the battery. You screw the Atty down, and that pushes a pin down to the top of the battery. So, when you push that pin up from the bottom, it pushes onto another pin which that pin then connects to your firing pin. Okay. And even just the slight, the, that small piece of copper, and to be honest with you, that until you're into the nth, gre nth degree of voltage drop, unless it's a really, really mm -hmm. bad connection, you wouldn't notice the difference. I, I can put my Mesh Pro RDA on top of my Manhattan, or I can put it on top of my Underdog mechs, and they both perform exactly the same. There's, there's no way that you would tell in a blind test, apart from the way it feels, obviously, um, and, you know, just the general feel yeah. of the device, which one's which. Because they both hit exactly the same. But the hybrid mechs are the ones which there is no 
you know, you, you've got no voltage drop. The only voltage drop you're going to have is if the battery's crap. And that's but if you're buying one of those devices, generally, you're probably going to know what battery to buy as well. So Exactly. There's, there's no point in buying one of these first. This is, this is the last one you buy <laughs> until you see something else that's shiny. <laughs> and you buy another one, and then you buy another one, and then you buy another one. And I think, off the top of my head, I think I own about maybe 15 mechs. Probably about 15. Some of them mm -hmm. are pants, and I would never use them ever again. Um, one of them is a one or two of them are clones, but it was just at the time when I, I thought I want one, and the price tag was a bit too steep for me. And I bought a clone. And I realised as soon as I got it in my hands, <laughs> that's never going to get a battery put in it. But it's um, I've got I've got quite a few devices now. I think it's uh, Jesus. well over the eighty mark now. A mighty collection. Easy. Are you stack, what you need to do, you need to collection. stack them all up, like one, one after the other, and just take a, an awesome photograph of everything. <laughs> I don't think the, the <laughs> counter in the shop would take the weight. <laughs> Honestly, in fact, we might as well just take pictures of behind the counter and have a, have a bit of a collage of, this drawer's full of Addies, <laughs> this drawer's full of RDAs, this drawer's full of devices. <laughs> this one's full of starter kits. <laughs> it's, uh, it's um, yeah, yeah, I've got a lot. So hybrids, <laughs> I, I guess, are probably what you'd find with competition vapors as well. Like, is there a benefit? Like, what what, what is the... Not no? not universally. No. Um, I mean, like, vol voltage drop... Uh, Voltage drops more about the, the battery that you use and the quality of the materials. So normally when you get people with, um, you know, who are actually common, yeah, a lot of them will, but a lot a lot of the very well-made, uh, a lot of the very very well-made ones with a 510 pin, well, well, you know, voltage drops a non-entity, do you know what I mean? Um, but it all depends on the, on the quality of the materials used more than anything else. So you tend to pay a bit more. You did some research on the voltage drop between materials. Yes, bollocks all. It's it like you, you know what the be, the best of, of everything with the with the connection. It's it, it's it's pathetic. Um, I mean battery sag, which is a, a <laughs> battery sag, which is another whole <laughs> can of worms. Is is much more of, a, of an important thing. But to be honest, voltage drop. If you're buying a quality piece of kit, it's not something mm -hmm. you'll notice. And battery sag isn't important again unless. You've mentioned it now. No, I'm not. No, I'm not doing battery sag. <laughs> no, because I I don't know what you're talking about. Battery sag, where <laughs> like if the battery fires at a certain voltage and then drops a little bit, and then and then like over time, like where it, it, the power gets less, is kind of kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> does it does it get all it, soft? It and does. Start to the, the, the the battery is is limp. <laughs> Um, the the battery's floppy. Uh, no, it's it like as as the battery fires and, and as it's used, there'll, there'll be a there'll be a drop down. Like th this is not the factual <laughs> answer to battery sag, but this is the best way of quickly doing it. Um, I, you know, as as you press the button and it's and it's under low, um, under load, then it, there'll be a certain drop off because of the way that batteries work. So, say if it's meant to be outputting at four point two volts, um. But because the battery's 
under load, it'll only be outputting three point nine volts. That's that's pretty that's pretty much the common one. Okay. Um, that would be like a. Could you not buy a fuse and plug it into the mains then <laughs> to solve well, that problem? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sure. Like, I, I know you've seen videos of people using car batteries to make. Um, to make mods, yes. you know, th- th- there's literally nothing stopping you from doing that, um, <laughs> apart from Darwin's law. Um, <laughs> you know, you, anything, anything with a coil, anything that has an element can can be a, a, a vape device. You know, you could use your kettle if you felt the urge. Um, wouldn't really recommend it, and don't condone it. Uh, you know, if, you, if you... the funniest thing, the funniest one I've ever seen was the guy using a smoke machine and what? a six foot uh, tube yeah. attached to it. And he used a, like a full 100 mil. There's a, there's a guy on YouTube, he, he thought it would be a great idea uh-huh. to put a 300 watt smoke machine, fill it up with <laughs> e-liquid, this... and then switch it on. Now, bearing in mind that this is like a hoover in the opposite direction, and when you switch it on, it just is yeah. on. It doesn't go, <laughs> oh, have a little puff, have a little snoof. It's full on, in your face, vape. And the guy just coughs his face off. Yeah, those crazy hilarious. shit. There. It's like um, people people doing series builds with like fifteen batteries and shit like that. You know, it, it it's yeah. there's a reason why we stick to two. <laughs> um, you know, and it's all about safety. You know, it's it, again the main thing that people should always keep in mind whenever they're vaping is safety, and that and that's why you know mechs are get one. It looks pretty. Use it. It's quite a fun way to vape, and it is. Um, but you don't need it, man. You know, you you really, really don't need it. In a lot of cases, I mean, do you, you get, don't want it. I know, obviously, the RDA has a lot to do with this as well. But do you get better flavour from it, or it like what? What is the, is the? There must no. be some sort of benefit over no. us, right? It, over over using a regular one, not at all. Um, no. It it, it it as 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 we said before, yeah. it, it can't break, or it, if it can, it, it's very easily fixed. Um, you know, it, it's the tactility. It's the fact that you like the form factor. You like the way that you press the button. You like the way the button feels. Um, but in terms of, but you know, the difference between using a what, like five grand mech mod and a, a you know a thirty five quid e leaf. Uh, as long as it can output 4.2 volts and the regulation doesn't cut it off for it being too low or something like that, it, it, there's literally no difference. 4.2 volts yeah. is 4.2 volts. If anything, a, a double battery mod um, outputting at 4.2 volts, you can normally guarantee it's outputting at 4.2 volts, at least for a little while. Um, One way to explain this really simply is a great analogy is there's a million different types of car out there. Mm-hmm. And they're only allowed to do 70 miles an hour. And the reason why we don't drive the same cars because of a multitude of reasons. But the main one is looks, performance, uh, comfort, uh, style, colour. And it, that's basically the mechs are the top echelon. There's nothing, there's nothing better, in my opinion, than a mech. And that's my honest opinion. I don't think there's anything out there which will beat a mech purely based on I know it's going to work in five years time and I know when I put a fresh battery in there with a build that I've done it's going to work I don't have any check ease. I don't have any issues with shorting because I'm safe when I build it I know exactly what I'm doing so to me it's mm-hmm. it's the, it's 
it's your super car. In, in my perspective on it, is, it, is Ian's completely in it, and you know, and he knows this. Ian's <laughs> completely wrong. Um, I think they're inherently unsafe. Um, I think I think they're unbelievably overpriced for for what they are, um, and you, you know, I, I I think that for, for my money, and, and I stand by this, and I think to a certain extent, Ian does as well. Um, is Mechs are great if you know exactly what you're doing and you're careful every time, but they have a really one really bad drawback um, in their design in that normally you screw the bottom on mm-hmm. when you put your battery in, and if the battery vents, you're yeah. on the pipe bomb, literally a pipe bomb, um, and you see people who've lost their teeth, you see people who've lost their fingers, you see people who've blew up their sink memorably. I don't know how <laughs> quite how that happened, and f- f- for me. Um, it's just it's just not worth it. I'd rather, you know, if, if they banned them now, uh, I'd, I'd have no problems because one, I've already got one, and two, um, I, I just yeah. I just think there's, there's nowadays there's very little point. Yes, they'll last forever, uh, and I think that's great. If I could if I could police every single person who bought one, you know, like like me and Ian mm-hmm. use Max quite often, and I've got no issues with that. He'll hand me one, and I won't check, I won't look at it, I won't think about it because I know he's done those checks first but when someone walks in the shop with a mech and they hand it to me i don't even take it off them because it, it literally is a pipe bomb um mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's not it's not needed now um and, and also uh, to, to be to be perfectly frank um i think 98 percent of the people who produce mechs are rip-off merchant bastards um and they should fuck off because if you've got a lathe and you can tap a screw, you can go build a really good mech. It won't look pretty, but it'll work really, really well. Um, but yeah, if you know Ian having one, I think it's great. I know how much pleasure he gets out of it, and I thoroughly encourage it. Joe Blog's coming off the street with a fifteen-pound Chinese-made mech with a, you know, an, an unwrapped e-fest um, with a smock TFA8 on top. I'm, I'm not really that for i mean i guess like for. another thing i've noticed on even yeah. regulated devices that have bypass mode which is essentially turning the device into a, a kind of mech mod right or on, it's, it's not exactly the same because yeah, I mean, there is still some safety um uh in the, the chip still regulates yeah. the battery a little bit and that, that's yeah. that's the benefit <clears throat> i mean if you you know if you if you want a mech and you don't have one uh go get a paper clip <laughs> You've got everything else there. <laughs> don't you dare! Um, don't you, you know, dare! You've got literally everything else there. You don't even need it. You don't even need an RDA. Um, but no, it's it. Yeah, but bypass mode is a really good thing. Um, or just you know put the voltage on on the screen of whatever mod you've got and put it to four point two. It won't be exactly the same because the majority of mods use um, PWM and, and stuff like that to, to to get the output voltage. Uh, but it'll be close enough. You're going to have the the same experience, but you're not going to hold the the brass cock <laughs> in your hand, you know. And there's a lot, of, but I, like all all joking aside, there's a lot. There's an awful lot to be said for mech mods. There, so some of them are fantastic. I, but people are people, man. You know what I mean? They're, they're, people are stupid. See, it's like we like we said earlier. It's when we're going through the checklists of is the, is that firing pin long enough? Is it a hybrid is the battery decent is it safe is it being put together well and the, one of the most important things with a mech is is it clean the, the that's you know these are something you've got to maintain 
you've got to keep them clean. You've got to keep the connections clean. And the, one of the biggest things that sort of like boils my blood is when you see these stories on all over the world of a mech explosion. It's usually because someone's got like an Aspire Atlantis on top of it. Do you know? It's like some of the basic safety checks weren't checked and they didn't have a clue what they were doing, which is why, like I said earlier, I could probably count on one hand the amount of people in my shop I would sell a mech mm-hmm. mod tube and the, to. And the majority of people who, who, who are in that it, club it, already have one. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and out of all of them, I would say four people that I would sell one to, I would personally tell them to come to the shop, and I do, to rebuild hmm. it for them. They don't even have to build the coils. I do the coils for them. I do all the checks for them. So that even though they know how to build a coil, they just couldn't get me to do it. So it's, for me, we've never sold any tube mechs. Um, maybe one, I think. But it's not something that I would get. And the only time I would get mechs <laughs> in my shop would be for me. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Buckley, we're going to get these mechs in. How many? One. Oh, okay. We're going to be selling loads, are we? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Buckley, it's arrived. It's been sold. <laughs> it's mine. I don't think it's safe. I'll have to look after this one. <laughs> but I love mechs. I really do. I've had mechs for five years now. And I'll be honest with you, I have had problems in the past when I had a dual battery mech and I put them in a battery in the wrong way around, and I had to quickly eject the batteries. So if I can make a mistake, anybody can. So one of the most important things I think there is to be said about mechs is why do you want it? Two, do you know anything about them? Three, do you understand Ohm's Law? And four, give me all them reasons. (laughs) in an essay that you duplicate and send off to Buckley as well. Because it, it is, you know, it to me, it is the nth degree of vaping. You can build it to the exact specifications you want, and you can get a mech to the exact specifications of feel, colour, height, size, whatever you want. There's a billion of them out there. Always buy originals, and never try and, like, there's no point in saving. I had a guy, <laughs> I've got to tell you this story, Oh, God, it's painful. Uh-huh. So there was a guy came in the shop asking about batteries, all right? And the battery's seven quid, right? Simple as that. Seven quid for the cheapest battery we do. Um, tenner, maybe for two if they're buying a mod, okay? So the guy come in the shop and he's like, Ian, the wife's been telling me that in the pound shop they've got some 1800 mar battery chargers that you can plug in a USB to and charge your phone off and I'm like okay well I'm thinking do you think I should buy one of them <laughs> take it apart and use that battery in my mod <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm standing there in bewilderment to be honest with you um, for a good five <laughs> seconds before I told him that if he does it I'm going to punch him in the throat Repeatedly, Jeez. and then I'll punch his wife in the throat repeatedly for having the idea in the first place. Because it, it's like the, the human beings are always, the majority of them want to save as much money as they can, but when you're saving £7 
on the price or six pound even because it well not even that because his bus fare'd be about three quid so he's saving two pound probably on the cost of a battery and it's the most dangerous thing the guy would ever have done you, you've got to you know you, you've got to put people in this protection where you've got yeah. to understand that we're not going to give you anything until you understand how safe it needs to be and that's the key thing with mechs is safety like I rave about mechs and I love them to bits I will never stand still and let people shout down mechs because I think they're phenomenal but I'm not everybody and everybody doesn't do the same checks that I've had so when it comes to a mech yes if you understand it all by all means find the nicest one you can get the biggest issue I've got with them is at the end of the day it's a brass tube or a copper tube and they're charging me 200 pound for a bit of brass which probably costs probably what maybe about three quid. i think you're being overly generous but yeah it's it's it's, it's pennies the, the materials are pennies the works pennies um but it's as you as you're saying you know if it's your money you spend how you want to spend it man that's that's how it, that's how it works and um yeah cool. definitely <clears throat> The other, just right, to right, quickly, because right, I, right, I think just because mm-hmm. we've talked about tube mechs a lot, and it, the other type of mech is incredibly simple to explain. Um, yeah, go so for if it. you don't mind, I think I'll just quickly interject and, and say that I do. You, I do. You've got a mech, Chris, because you got the yeah. You know, it's it's, it's kicking the arse off a mech. It's you know a lot of a lot of the modern squonkers, which I think a lot of people are buying or are looking at <clears throat> buying. You know, people are listening to this thing, they're vaping. You'll see a shit ton of squonkers. It's a sheet of copper, or a sheet of silver plated copper, or a sheet of beryllium, or stuff like that. And it, yeah. again, that's what creates the contact. I mean, it's, um, it, it, the one I've got. It's a perfect uh, device to actually see how it works. You know, you've got like you, it's really nicely designed in the way that you can yeah. kind of see the little copper bit that goes all the way down to the battery, and you've got it's all there, and it it, it gives you the you, you know straight away just from looking at yeah. it what's happening. So it's it's not a complicated device in any way whatsoever. And you're you're actually not normally getting less of a voltage <laughs> drop than a mech than a tube mech. So more power to you, man. Two on. Um, but again, like with, with squonkers, it's not quite so much of a safety issue, and it's it's for two yeah. reasons. One, it's in a plastic body, so if the battery begins to well, normally plastic or wood or aluminium. Um, you know, you've got it in yeah. a body with removable doors. Um, normally, they're magnetised or clip on, and, and if the battery vents, it'll pop the door off. Uh, and the other reason it's a, they're on squonkers, nine times out of ten, and you don't build as hot uh, for a squonker normally, unless you're a mad fucker. But you it's love squeezing that little ball constantly. I mean, the, the, the good ones to bring up though, because I think you, the ones like the the one I've got, the, the Pulse and, and um, the, the Drugo one we talked, uh, I mentioned last last episode and things like that, they're, they're, they're mech mods, but they're incredibly yeah. cheap, so they're the ones that people are, are likely just to go, oh, well, that's only 30 quid, let's get that, you know, and it's it, you, you've still got to be aware of the things that we talked about in this, in this podcast yeah. to yeah, I mean, you've got you've got to be aware with with it with vaping in general, but it, it it's it's much less dangerous, and it, it's it's literally just the way that they're built. Um, you know, if, if the battery vents, um, it's got a place to vent to, whereas in a sealed, um, a sealed tube, and you're not paying attention, it's it's mm-hmm. got 
nowhere to go. Um, except for, um, oh, Ian, Subhome Innovations, what's it called, man? The Shorty. They, they, that's got a that's got an explodable nice. plastic button just for venting. Because it's, it's, it's a great, it's, unique selling point. It's an interesting one to bring up with a customer, but yeah. <laughs> buy, buy ours. Yeah, it's it's like, it's it has a button, doesn't need to collapse. To be honest with you, most, most of the mechs that I own have got vent holes in them. But to be honest with you, <laughs> if this vents, it's, I'm not going to see it because it'll be launched. You know, I don't, I don't think these vent holes are going to, you know, for one, it's right where it fits in the palm of my hand. And mm. I know how hot they get when the battery vents. It's, it's ridiculous, like melting, you know, you could melt metal with them. It's that hot. So if it does vent, it's just going to be a, like literally a javelin thrown from my hand, you know. And obviously it depends if there's any sheep around or if there's any cattle. But how? I'd obviously I, I was watching a video of a battery vent in a, um, a little well, a week or two yeah. back, and it, it seems to take a while. Like it seemed to take a few minutes before it actually explodes, but it does explode. I mean, yeah. it was it was it was pretty impressive to watch. They can't explode. It's it's it, it's harder to make it happen, but they can't explode the vent. But yeah. normally it'll get warm, and then it'll get hot. It's sort of sorry. Yeah, it'll just start getting hot. I mean, in the time. We've been on this podcast 45 minutes. I had a freshly charged battery at 4.2 volts, and it's now down to 3.62. So it's ready for a charge. That's 45 minutes of intense vaping, I think. Um... That's in 45 minutes. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, it's the only device I've had in my hand. I've got my, uh, my lost vape thing here as well. But, uh, I've just been using my mech 45 minutes and now I can tell that it's still not putting out what it used to and now when I've got a fresh battery in it hello beautiful I think the other thing I was thinking about this is it, uh, Power. it it seems like it's something that lends itself to people well you even mentioned it yourself yourselves like people make their own like what's the maddest thing you've seen like sort of when it comes to mech mods like what what's like the maddest is in the most but a bit of both. maddest is in the most crazy like, so what's what's the f- Funniest thing, like sort of that someone's the, made the, something out of, or the, the paperclip. The someone actually <laughs> definitely the paperclip. Um, a guy with yeah, a pair of paperclips and a coil Jesus. and an eight and six fifty. <laughs> um, Russian ingenuity, I believe, or Slavic brethren. Um, yet again, showing us how it's done. Um, preferably <laughs> to a tune of hard bass in the background, but yeah. Uh, that, that's probably the craziest. I mean, you see some amazing ones. You know, people who use those uh, Stanley cases. Um, they're normally mechan- purely mechanical. Um, well, we yeah. made one out of mm-hmm. a Golden Virginia tobacco tin. Um, yeah, that, I've that seen was one made out of one. a Pokemon ball before. Um, that was cool. Lightsabers. Um, there's a lot of. The ones unless you actually see them at an expo you won't ever see because there's not yeah. a lot there's a lot of steampunk mm-hmm. versions out there which are absolute works of art i mean the time gone into making these things just type Do you remember in that steampunk Richmond, who got Google, the gun chased one out of silver 
there was a dude, right? Um, oh, God, I, yeah. I won't go into any detail at all in case he hears about this, but he got a he got a really. It was pretty, but it was like you know, like an American gunsmith type who do all the chasing. You know, you'd have seen them on like Wild West rifles and shit like that. He got a solid silver mech with that on, and it like you, you could comfortably buy a, a, a new car for the price he paid for it. Um. And you know you get some. Re- yeah, I looked at the I looked at an engraving and the ballpark figure for some standard engraving by like a gunsmith or a jeweler yeah. uh, was around about the four hundred pound mark, just to have a custom engraved. But I'm sure there's people out there who'll do it cheaper, and I'm sure there'll be people out there who do it more expensive. But when I looked yeah. at getting um, my Manhattan done, it was a four hundred pound ballpark figure, and that was. With him just saying, well, I have 400 quid, maybe, mm. maybe more. Depends how much work I've got to do. And I'm thinking, well, it's only a, what, a four-inch tube, bit. <laughs> how much work is that? You can just buy a load of snidey, <laughs> you, know, you can just buy a load of copper pipe and Dremel and practice. That's a lot of copper pipe for 400 quid. And then you can yeah. weigh it all in when you're finished. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Weigh, weigh, weigh. Weigh the, the shepherds we cook. Keep all the scraps. Except not because it's it shut down. But yeah, um, yeah. So how is that? How does that even work? Like they just yeah, had the a paper, paper clip, clip that the paper attached clip to one was the side. Craziest and then... thing I've ever seen. Oh, right. The paper clip, yeah, the paper clip the other with a coil in, in, tied in between the two. Yeah, that's just like, nuts. And that's it. You can, yeah. I mean, you know, you think about it. It's, it's making a circuit. So that's that's all it ever is. But yeah, good bon chance right. with that. We heavily do unless you film to really it that up, that door, and let me watch it. Right. No, it, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, <sighs> but, but, it, it's the simplest thing. Like you, you know, the, the summation of everything here is you're building the simplest possible circuit, um, and a lot of the time they're really, really safe and they're really, really fun and really, really pretty. But any knacker can do it with a, a sheet of copper in in a, mm-hmm. in a, uh, in a mm-hmm. coil. Um, but they, they just are beautiful. Out what they're beautiful, beautiful things. I was having a look at the, Especially the steampunk ones that you mentioned, like Googling it, and, and there are some bloody amazing ones there. Yeah. yeah. And the massive ones as well. I saw one the size of a, <laughs> um, a saxophone Jeez. once, and I'm thinking, well, that, that's handy for, you know, going to the shop. <laughs> it literally was a saxophone <laughs> that they'd converted into a mech. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, that's, that's a kind of waste of brass, you know. <laughs> and the, the beautiful thing about it is all of the um, buttons that you press on the saxophone would fire it. So you could press any note <laughs> and just Tim Capello plays Snoof. All right. Well, I guess that was... Uh, <laughs> is there anything else we need oh, to I add still to believe. that? I think we've pretty much covered it, right? Okay. Well, there's there's things we can just finish on with things like double stacked mechs, where you're actually putting two batteries in it. There's an actually a was mm. it, what was the one called that we've got? Yeah, Adam, mm. the noisy cricket two, where you can you can ha- you basically you you're basically changing it from four point two to eight point four volts, build accordingly. which is a lot. So you've got to build accordingly. So you can't. There's no way you can build like 
a normal coil for it. it the <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the arse backwards high. things. You build you build about point you know. six, but you do it with with a wire where you use a fuck yeah, ton a, a of more. wire. Um, I think I fit it in the Surani, yeah, like didn't four, I? But it, it took. It, I think it took both of it <laughs> and someone leaning yeah. on it um, to get it in. Yeah, uh, noisy cricket twos. The, the, Just the, 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 there's another example of a of a moderately mechanical mod um, that has a certain level of control in this safe. Didn't even think about that. Kind of safe, not unlike the noisy cricket one, which was. Uh, it wasn't just that; it was which the battery sleeve, the, the five ten on the yeah. five ten, and the switch. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, remember the fat daddy's kit for it, it was about yeah. eight quid more than the mod. That's right. Yeah. I think I bought one. Did I buy? Did I buy? Did I bought one. Noisy cricket one, didn't I? I've got no. I've got the two, but I th- I'm sure I've got a. No, you got the two. Well, you can also get mm-hmm. mechs which are double stacked, so they're literally twice the size, yeah, and it's literally you're putting one battery on top of the other. Massive. And I've seen them, and and they're huge. I mean, they're so much bigger than they need to be. And I just think, <laughs> you know, yeah, or, or it a would penis, be a great a truncheon extension because you could you could definitely a penis extension, but loads of people get double stacked mods. I mean. The um, underdog I've got, I can buy another one and connect the two together, but I wouldn't because I just. Nah, I mean, don't Ian's think, definitely right. Know, there is no need for no it. Need and, for and it? And one thing I'm just quickly thinking while well, we're talking about mechs that might be important for people is if you do know all your shit and you, you really want to get one, I'd probably recommend buying one relatively soon because they're they're dying. They're going the way of the dodo. And oddly, it's not the thing that you would think of. It's not the fact that, oh, regulated mods do exactly the same thing, blah, 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 blah. It's just because of the cyclical nature of, of the vaping world. Um, squonkers are where it's at, at the minute. So all of the companies who make um, mechs, like boutique mechs, are uh, going, oh, fuck it, we'll make squonkers instead and make a shit ton more money because everyone's buying them. Um, so it's, it's actually dying. Oddly, one of the biggest Facebook groups for mech mod selling and trading um, is, is moved pretty much exclusively to Squonks, and they're changing their name <laughs> from a, a Facebook group about mechs to <laughs> a Facebook group about Squonks. Because no one buys them anymore. Like it's dead weird. Group of people who would be like committed to that device, you know, like sort of like sort of move on to Squonks just seems a bit of a strange jump. It's, it, it, I'll, I'll put it, they, they wear a lot of flannel. They normally have arm tattoos and uh, they're not me. Um, you know, beards, <laughs> glasses, record players, things like that. Pun? Typewriters, yeah, Type in a public place, typing loudly so everyone knows. Typewriters. While well, they've got headphones <laughs> running directly to their yeah. vinyl. <laughs> oh, no, I would, wouldn't possibly carry box. a mobile phone, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's, um, it's it's a very much a hipster thing, um, like now it is. So people move from, you know, whatever's flavor of the month. That's why we need to figure out what the next flavor of the month is to sell them. So let's see if we can make a prediction today on the 12th of February, 2018. What do you think we're going to be talking about I reckon it's going to go year? mouth to lung. Yeah. I truthfully do, and I, I, I reckon, I reckon why is we finally hit like a real kind of 
point where nothing new's coming out. That's old, new, shiny, and exciting. Like you know, you get the point where like like I was about to say a company's name, a certain company, <laughs> are re-releasing old shit with lights on it, <laughs> just desperately trying to sell stuff again. So I think we're going to yeah. we're going to come to a point now where the hipsters are going to be like, oh well, none of that anymore, yeah, and it, like <clears throat> it's going to be like tiny little mods with, with tiny little builds in. Yeah, or, or pods. I mean, like pods seemed Stealth to be coming games. in last year, didn't they? And then it. Hmm. Well, I've noticed that at the X last expo I went to is that I think the, the, a the huge trouble is, is the, um, the law because it's normally it's um, so low powered that the Yanks get it really, really well because they can put seventy-two milligram juice in, and then they're running at like two point five ohms, like you know, yeah. half a watt, and it works. Whereas here, it's like. Oh no, that assist for button. You know, you you can't do it. I reckon that's what's ruled it back yeah, for now because I think you're bang on. I think they would have been ubiquitous now, because um, that's the, the the dream. There is you can sell them in, the, in Sainsbury's. That's the beautiful thing of them. Uh, I think you're exactly right. Thinking yeah. about it actually, but <clears throat> like I think as a follow-on from mouse to lung, I think you're bang on. It's going to be pod systems. They're going to figure it out. There'll be a way of like concentrating the draw some bullshit like that up until the, the point where legislation catches up with it but yeah, I think I, yeah, on second thoughts Ian you're correct yeah nah it seems it seems to take the kind of yeah I don't like the idea of a pod system personally I just because I mean there's only one pod mm. system that I've seen that I liked because you could fill it yourself Whereas normally the pod systems are you, you're buying, th like we're going back in time to Sigalikes where you would buy the filter end that's pre-wicked with a certain amount of juice and it fires at a certain temperature and it fires at a certain voltage. And I think the the whole purpose of it is, in in my opinion, in vaping is the, to get you off a cigarette, it can come in many different ways. A lot of people like mouth to lung. A lot of people like straight along. A lot of people like squonkers, mechs, huge regulated devices, multi-battery mods. I just think the pod it's, system... It's twofold, though. They've, they've missed the boat with it. Because if they brought the pod system out two years ago, then they would everyone would be using them now. I mean, a, a mech would be a something you'd find in a museum because I think the pod system yeah. will take over this industry. Yeah, because and, and I think, I think you're exactly right. I mean, like the two, the two big reasons why I think pods are, and I know. think you know, I was heading towards mouth to lung, but I hadn't thought it through to the end, which is that there's, there's two big reasons. Um, and and one is is he insane? You could you can sell them anywhere. Do you know what I mean you need no expertise? You need nothing. Um, and you know, one of the things that's very easy for for me and Ian to forget because obviously you know we're in a vape shop all day every day is we're by far in the minority. You know, the majority of money in vaping. Um, is from like I, can't, I don't even know what the hell they're called like sky and um blue and people like that you know that that's that's where and then people eventually realize they're shite and come in and buy more advanced stuff or they stick at it but the other thing and i think the reason why pods are going to be huge um is it's going to the legislation yeah. is going to become more and more hardcore uh, you know because the you know we had a big thing in the uk um, which I linked on Facebook with the shop, uh, that they want to bring it on a prescription. And at that point, the MHRA are going to want to know yeah. what the dose is per inhalation. 
And the, the way of doing that is by selling closed ecosystems. I mean, it's a shame because... I think the pod system is going to be a mistake if that becomes popular purely because I think one of the things that attracts people to vaping is the price. And I think, I think pod systems are going to be an opportunity for, for the people who make them to charge extortionate prices. I mean, it's not going to be as much as cigarettes, but it's going to be more, you know, it's, it's going to be less tempting. It's yeah, but people are prepared to pay a percentage of, of a pack of cigarettes. And the other thing that you've got to remember, I I, I mean, obviously I, I do know I'm uh, Holland at the moment, but here um yeah tax yeah, yeah tax will happen at some point and the it will be, what better way of, of taxing mm-hmm. things um of, ta- of taxing people's lifestyle change that encourages a healthy living um what better way of doing it than to say this tiny little pocket here is 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 going to be taxed I mean, I- um and, and that's that's how it's going to go that's that's hopefully not though Remember to fight against it, New Nicotine Alliance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, vote Labour. But, like, you know, it's, it's don't really, the politics doesn't come into it because both parties yeah. of the main parties but need ca- to I mean, want d- to that's fine. That's fine as long as it stays affordable for people who want to quit smoking and attractive enough for people who, who are on the on the borderline. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, actually. Spot the lad who no, doesn't but, live I mean, in the you, UK. You know, cigarettes are like, they're not as expensive as they're in the UK. I mean, they're not like 10 quid a pack or anything, but like, Seriously? Neither Seriously. does anyone of you, mate. They're about 11. Why does anybody smoke? So, uh, <laughs> Why? Why does anybody smoke? It makes no sense. <laughs> We'd yeah. like this. Exactly. That's the thing. And, and the best way of not that's smoking exactly is to come right. to Castle Vape in Prutter. That's officially like how, the best. How is there still a cigarette industry in the UK at 11 yeah. quid a pack? Like, that's, how, that's like how does it exist? I read that. Who can afford to buy a pack of cigarettes? The, th- the thing, I mean, we, we all smoked, and I know I did this. I remember being at school, right? I remember having a having a packet of Bensons at school and going, well, when it hits three pound a packet, there's no way I'm going to be smoking. I tell you what, hits three pound a And then I remember being in my in my teens and going, it's well, true. when it it's hits true. five pound a packet, and then six pound, and then seven pound. People always find it. Um, oh, shit, so, I don't know. Last time I bought a pack, which was actually in two days, it'll be five months ago. Go me. So, but um, yeah, it'll, last time I bought a pack it was about six fifty a pack. So what's that? Cool. Steve, you get the <laughs> which is what eleven, twelve, fourteen pounds somewhere. <laughs> right. Well, in. In the U in the UK, right now, in one of the big um, supermarkets, I'm just doing a little bit of a Google search there. Uh, starts with an S and ends in an S. Um, Two hundred cigarettes and the Super Kings Blue are a hundred. To be fair, I mean, that's a really premium brand, the cleanest tabs in it. That's eleven. Uh, that's eleven. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cheaper to buy Benson Hedges Gold, but only buy two quid. So, a hundred and nine pounds. Yeah. So half the price of eleven a, pounds. Tabs you can come and buy. I mean, it. basically a pack for a third, for a quarter, and lots of juice. <laughs> why not? <laughs> and and on the same page, it, really it says, "Why not try Jordan so... some low calorie <laughs> cherry and almond granola?" <laughs> well, I guess, you know, uh, that's I guess that's probably yeah. for, for Mac mods this week, then, right? Or some yogurt. And, 
<laughs> should we uh, should we leave right. with some some uh, suggestions picks of the week? Yeah, I think that's covered all bases. Yeah. Yeah, or should we do it mech themed? Mech themed. Okie dokie then. I recommend the underdog. Any underdog. Make sure it's an original. Um, and also smog mods because they have turned it up a notch and brought out some really nice mechs. And if you're going to buy an RDA for the top of it, I'd recommend a mesh. A mesh pro. Because they're very nice, and you can put normal coils in it, With or the a mesh nice bit pro, of mesh in it, and you've got a lovely the, massive lot, juice got, well. There was like so lots of dry hits with those ones. Seconds. Is that just if you're wicking too much, or like not uh, putting too much wicking, too much? It's just getting that right. That's just wicking. It's it's uh, like I said to you earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a dark art with the with wicking, and it took me three attempts. And a razor blade to shave the cotton to actually get it where it doesn't give us a dry hit and it wicks perfectly well. It is? Cool. But I I did actually do a um, video on it uh, after your um, little chat, but I went through the whole build of a triple cord, 26-gauge triple cord with a 39-gauge wrap, <laughs> did the whole thing, made some sexy, super-duper coils, and went That's to like when I saw that recording budget, off, man. and it started recording when I switched it off. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you kidding? So, like, I think I'd spent around about 45 minutes talking away, That's filling nice. loads of dead airspace while I'm clapping, in, and it was like, hey, you've had a customer <laughs> come in and everything, and then I'm like... Why? Why is it? Why is it still say there's two hours thirty available? And I'm like, oh God, no! <laughs> and then I pressed the button again. It was like recording. I, I know that feeling. God. I've done that before as well. It's shit. Done. So I just put all my toys back in my pram and spat me dummy out. So Buckley. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got two recommendations, and I'm going to go totally outside of my wheelhouse here. Um, and the, the first recommendation I've got is the Kennedy Roundhouse, um, which is a absolutely superb mech um, in, in any way, oh, shape, nice or form. Choice. It's beautiful. 25mm now, the Roundhouse 2. So the Kennedy 25 would be the ideal partner for that. Hits like a train. Looks beautiful. So simple, so plain, so gorgeous. Um, and the other mech I'd recommend, and again, I'm going to go completely left field here, the Kennedy Ruby 2. Um, which is an all-in-one. Uh, it's both the tube and the RDA are together in, in one beautiful little thing. So you get technically even less voltage drop. So you must, from going from 0.00003 volts dropped, you're probably going to go to 0.00000002 volts dropped. It's totally worth it. I know, um, but no, seriously, the, the, both of them are, f- are fantastic. Um, you know, I, I am a little bit of a Kennedy fanboy up until today, but it's uh, it's, it's it's awesome. Yeah, uh, all, all joking aside, as, as well, one one quick one just to agree with you in there. Uh, the underdogs, excellent. Um, because it's cheap as fuck and it's really really well built. Uh, th- there's a lot of there's a lot of cheap mechs out there. They're not worth a bottle of fucking pop. But the underdog is is really really good. Uh, Cloud Kicker as well. They're okay. another good brand of ch- cheap mech. 
Or not I less expensive. I don't think I can yeah. put any, uh, any suggestions myself in here because uh, I, I only own the one that we've recommended at least once on the podcast already. So, all right then, all right then. The Vandy Vapes Pulse. recommended again. Squonker, because it's uh, it's the only mech mod that I own. So I'm going to recommend that. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> It is. It's cheap. It works. It's nice. It's an easy it's one to build on. Like sort of, if you get you get the Pulse Twenty Four with it. Like you get. I think actually, I think the kit comes with the Twenty Two. I was about to say, if you're building on top of the, if you're building on top of that, you're doing something wrong. You but need no uh, idea it's there. Nice it's a nice little fella. Nice little fella. And in the panels, you can get interchangeable panels. It's very customizable. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it works with the a, a twenty seven hundred battery. Is that right? Yeah. And a, an 18650 as well yeah. with an adapter. So, yep. boom. Okay. Thank you very much for, for for joining me tonight. And thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank you. Thanks. Kisses. Thank <laughs> you.